an absolute bomb was dropped on the Pac-12 conference last week with the announcement that UCLA and USC are going to be leaving the conference. But we're wondering what this means for the Arizona State Sun Devils. We're going to talk about that on this edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thank you guys so much for making us your first listen every day. Remember, we're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, if you would like to check us out in a visual platform. Before we get started, I'd like to thank LinkedIn for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn helps you Find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. Guys, uh, an absolute bombshell. A meteor just crushed the Pac-12 last week. It was announced earlier or later in the week that both USC and UCLA would officially be departing the Pac-12 conference starting in 2024. That's just a few short years away. And this comes as just an absolute like bombshell. This came out of nowhere, seemingly. There there was conversation. There was these rumors that USC and UCLA had been in talks with the Big Ten about potentially joining their conference. We weren't really sure whether, whether or not that was going to be indicative of the future or not. And turns out that's exactly what it was. And, you know, a, a few things happen here and there, a couple million, few million. I, I, I don't even want to know the amount of money that was tossed around. But ultimately, USC and UCLA will be leaving the Pac-12 effective in 2024 and going to the Big Ten. This is just devastating news for the Pac-12, soon to be Pac-10 in the best case scenario, which we'll talk about in just a minute. But Looking at the history of these two programs before we get into what it means for Arizona State, this is what it means for the Pac-12. You just lost two of your most marketable schools. Looking at it from an athletic standpoint, you just had both of these teams compete in uh, March Madness, looking at the basketball perspective, with UCLA going as far as the Sweet 16 and being a four seed. That's that's two quality basketball programs that are gone now, and both of them have been very competitive over the last few years. Football-wise, USC was on was on the upswing. Lincoln Riley was coming to this program now. You know, he he was bringing in Caleb Williams. He brought in Jordan Addison. All the all these guys were were coming to this program in hopes of finally rebuilding USC's great image as this college football national champion contender every single year. This is what the Pac-12 needed because the Pac-12 had been weak for so long. It was Oregon's conference, and then it was just everybody else. But USC's seemingly renaissance was on the horizon. UCLA has been a competitive program for the last 10-plus years, and historically, they've been a good program too. They've put in tons of first-round picks. Don't even need to mention the amount of first-round picks that USC has put in. Uh, Baseball, honestly, I couldn't tell you, but... What I do know is that all of these schools have, if I'm looking right here, 
uh, for men's sports, USC and UCLA, or uh, UCLA and USC, I should say, have eight and seven total Pac-12 sports for men, respectively, and then have 12 and 11 sports, respectively, for women. That's a lot of sports programs that are out the window. Now, for women, there's 13 possible. So UCLA has 12 out of 13. USC has 11 out of 13. For men's, there's 11. UCLA has 8 out of 11. USC has 7 out of 11. That's a lot of sports that are suddenly out of your conference. And that that's a lot of revenue that the Pac-12 is now going to be losing. And there's there's just so many moving parts that go along with this. Looking at the Big Ten, I mean, they just continue to get better. This is this is a conference that, first of all, is no longer 10 teams. It hasn't been 10 teams in a long time. I believe you are going to be a 16-team conference now with the additions of USC and UCLA down the road, 2024. But you have Ohio State, who has been in the in the playoff numerous times. They won, they won the first ever college football playoff national championship. You have Michigan, who literally just went to the college football playoff. You have Penn State, who's one of the pristine programs in the entire country. You have Iowa, who consistently is a 9-10 to 10 win team and puts out NFL talent like it's no one's business. You have Wisconsin, who is always hyper-competitive in that conference and, again, puts out NFL talent like it's nobody's business. They're also an 8-9, 10-win football team in their sleep. You have, you have good teams like Purdue that get – overlooked in in the grand scheme of things you have i i said iowa you who uh, michigan state michigan state is another very very good program that they have the big 10 just has this this grasp on college football right now it's the sec it's the big 10 and it's everybody else and now the big 10 is bringing in two more absolutely massive programs into into their conference and it's such a power move. It really is just the biggest flex that they could do because they're looking at uh, the SEC who, in case you're sleeping under a rock, just added Texas and Oklahoma. Oklahoma, of whom has been in the playoff numerous times. And Texas not only has Quinn Ewers, one of the top quarterback prospects, coming to play for him this year, they have Arch Manning coming next year. So by the time they get to the SEC in 2024, Texas is going to you know, hopefully be back like we've been saying for what feels like a decade plus, but the sec continues to be the pinnacle of college football and has tons of really good uh, basketball and, and baseball programs as well. Now you look at the big 10 who is going to continue competing for football with the sec. They are the conference when it comes to, uh, when it comes to basketball, at least in my opinion, they are. You have good baseball programs there as well. Tons of different sports that flow through there. But overall, the Big Ten really just became so, so, so impressive. If they weren't already, they truly are just making everybody else look like they're competing for last place with the moves they're making. There's rumors that they're trying to add Notre Dame and Lord knows, like no pun intended, that if they added Notre Dame, they would arguably be the power conference. There's rumors that they're not done with the Pac-12 and that they're looking at Washington and Oregon, bringing in both those teams, all three of those teams and 
heck, give, give them another Pac-12 team. Give them Stanford or something. I don't know. But giving them all of these teams, you're creating a super conference right now. And with everything that is coming into that program, as, as far as the big two college sports go, being football and basketball, you just added top tier talent with USC and UCLA. So just really, really smart move by the Big Ten to buy out those athletic programs. Terrible news for the Pac-12. To the point where I don't know if this is something you can survive. But we'll talk about that in just a minute. Let's go ahead and hop into our first break here. When we return, we're going to continue our conversation about what this means for the Pac-12 and more importantly, what this means for Arizona State. This is the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. As the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find people you want to interview faster and for free. Create free job postings on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your networks can help find you the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. Again, that's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And again, thank you guys so much for making Locked On Pac-12 your first listen every day. Remember, we're locked on. We're talking about the Pac-12, the Locked On Sun Devils, your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. But for what it's worth, definitely make sure that you check out the Locked On Pac-12 podcast. But anyways, getting back into our conversation here about the Pac-12, we did a lot of talking about how it benefits uh, the Big Ten, how it affects the Pac-12. I want to talk about how it affects Arizona State. It's it's it, it's a complex question, but it's also a very simple question. How does it affect Arizona State? To me, it tells me that Arizona State is not long for this conference. But that's not just Arizona State. That's the other nine teams, too. I feel like the Pac-12 could be coming to an extinction. Maybe this is me putting on my tinfoil cap right now. And having a picket sign that says the end is nigh. But you have been the weakest conference for quite some time. The SEC needs no introduction. The Big Ten needs no introduction. The Big 12, yes, they're losing Texas and Oklahoma, but they could be looking to add. In fact, they just added four new teams. They got BYU, great add, big hold of Utah. Great program too. They got UCF, University of Central Florida. You got Cincinnati, and you got the University of Houston. All really good quality programs that we've been asking to join one of the Power Five conferences for a while. They do that. These are good teams. Look at the ACC. 
historic. Clemson's there. Miami's there. Florida State's there. Virginia Tech is there. North Carolina. NC State. They got a lot of quality teams, too. But then I look at the Pac-12, and it's like, it's Oregon, and that's it. Yes, Utah is there. But Utah is very recent. This isn't me slandering Utah, because I still feel like Utah should be the favorite to win the Pac-12 this year in football. But focusing in the bigger picture, it truly is Oregon and everybody else. It was like that before USC and UCLA departed. Those guys had like name brand value. But by the time 2024 rolls around, there was a very good chance that USC was back on the map. UCLA has been on the rise for a while now. They were just, I just said it, they were a four seed in the in the March Madness tournament. They were a they they were a winning football program in in 2021. They went eight and four that year. They were six and three in the conference. That is a good program. And for what it's worth, academically, those are two very, very good schools. And a large hold on California, both of which are in the LA area. You lost it. That's gone. That that is going to hit the Pac-12 big time. So for Arizona State, I feel like I'm looking at the Pac-12 right now, and I'm kind of wondering if this is the conference for me. I might be looking at other conferences to see if I can join them right now. Go from a power five to a power four very, very quickly. I, I'm looking at all the conferences. Maybe maybe the SEC wants to call us up. If Mizzou can be in the SEC, if Vanderbilt can be in the SEC, why can't Arizona State? In all seriousness, I don't know that Arizona State is long for the Pac-12. The Pac I don't know that U of A is. I don't know that Cal is. Stanford, Washington State, Washington, Oregon State, Oregon, Utah, Colorado. I don't know that any of these, any of these colleges are going to stay in the Pac-12 long-term. It's going gonna, it's gonna to go back to the Pac-10. And from there, it, it feels like your, your conference is going to get cherry-picked apart. Like I said, there's the rumors that the Big Ten is also targeting Washington and Oregon. That's two more huge programs. In fact, that's, that's the last of your major programs if they take Oregon. What happens next? Does the Big Ten keep going for teams? Utah's hot. Do they want to take Utah? Stanford's historic. Do they want to take Stanford? What about the Big 12? Arizona State, U of A, Colorado, they're all in that general location. Not that location matters at this point because you've got the Big Ten, which is typically like mid, like Midwest and northern part of the United States, and now they're grabbing all the way on the West Coast teams out here. I don't know if conference alignment is going to matter that much, but overall, it just it feels like the right move for Arizona State at the moment would be to leave the Pac-12 because there's no market for it. With USC and UCLA gone, there is no market for it. Hashtag Pac-12 after dark is going to be something we tell our kids about. It's just not going to matter. It's so hard to compete with the East Coast. Everyone's in bed by the time Arizona State gets to play. Our kickoffs are 7 o'clock. They're 8 o'clock. 
that's almost midnight back east. No one is staying up. You've had guys who have been snubbed for all sorts of college football awards. I mean, the biggest example was back in 2015, Christian McCaffrey set the NCAA record for scrimmage yard or all-purpose yards in a single season. He had over 3,000 yards. Didn't matter. No one stayed up to watch his games. Derrick Henry gets the award. It's, it's just so difficult to generate buzz when the majority of your media corporations sit on the East Coast. USC and UCLA realized this and they left. It's better for their universities. Arizona State would be wise to do the same thing. Yeah, I've said it many a times. I'll continue to say it. ASU is not a national title contending team. But can you really wrong that program, that athletic department, that university for wanting to get somewhere where they can actually be on TV? First of all, the Pac-12 is already difficult to find because, you know, DirecTV doesn't have any programs that show the Pac-12. It, it's very difficult for the for these games to get broadcast in general. It becomes even more difficult, therefore, to recruit kids, to bring them to your program, basketball, football, and otherwise. It's very difficult to sustain contending programs. What Oregon has done is historically great for the Pac-12. But I mean, look at USC. Even USC, who had decades of history of success, just fell off. They've not been the same the last 10 plus years. They haven't. UCLA has gone through ups and downs. There's there's so much turmoil in the Pac-12 constantly. And a part of that is because no one's paying attention to them. It doesn't help that the matter that people are sleeping on the East Coast. It doesn't help that you don't have competitive programs. You have like three teams every year. You're a 12-team conference. You, you have like three teams. You got like Utah, Oregon, UCLA. It used to be Stanford. There were some years for Arizona State. There, there was some years for Washington. Other than that, Oregon State is very forgettable. Colorado is very forgettable. U of A is very forgettable. ASU was very up and down. Cal had like one or two years. Wazoo has been very up and down. The conference as a whole just does not generate conversation. It does not generate people wanting to talk about them. So for ASU... I look at USC, I look at UCLA leaving. I think I think one of my feet might be out the door. But let's go ahead and call it with our second segment when we return. I'm just going to finish up my overall thoughts on everything that's going on in the Pac-12 and what the future might hold. This is Locked on Sun of Podcast. BetOnline.net is still your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today 
or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online, where the game starts. And like I mentioned earlier, make sure that you guys check out the Locked On Pac-12 podcast as your second listen with host Spencer McLaughlin and local experts of the Locked On Network. Take you across the Pac-12 in 30 minutes or less. Make Locked On Pac-12 your second listen. Again, that's Locked On Pac-12. Final thoughts. Again, I just want to continue to echo this point. I, th- I think that Arizona State needs to seriously consider moving on from this conference. I think U of A needs to seriously consider moving on from this conference. I think Oregon needs to seriously move on or think about moving on from this conference. I think Washington, I think Utah, I think Colorado, Oregon State, Cal, Stanford. I think the remaining 10 programs here in the Pac-12 need to seriously consider moving on from the conference. I just named a bunch of reasons. This is a dying conference. I I don't know how long the Pac-12 is going to remain in existence. You're losing you're losing your two arguably your two most marketable colleges in 2 years. You had 2 years left with them. Who's to say you're not going to lose more in that time frame? What if the Big Ten calls up for Oregon and Washington like we were just referring to? Okay, what if, what if the Big 12 calls up for the Southern schools? Colorado, Utah, Arizona State, uh, U of A. Are they going to say no? You lose those six teams, you're, you're, down to, you're down to four. You got Wazoo, Oregon State, Stanford, and Cal. Do you think anyone is going to care about that conference? No. First of all, it's a four-team conference. It's not going to work. And 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 I guess to address the point of, well, you can add teams. Who are you adding? Boise State? The Pac-12 typically values schools that have the major sports. Boise State, I don't believe, has a basketball team. If they do, then good Lord, they must be bad because I don't know anything about them. Hawaii? What's the time difference? Another three hours? As if as if you weren't starting games late enough already. You have a 7 o'clock kickoff in Hawaii. That's 10 o'clock in Pacific time. That's 3 a.m. on the East Coast. Hawaii is not viable. What else are you looking at? I truly don't even know what's out there right now. You've got all the major con or all the major teams. San Diego State, they'd be one of the first teams you call right now. Nevada, University of Nevada, Las Vegas, UNLV. Do you do you get desperate and start calling some of the Texas teams? UTSA, UTEP? Do you bring in New Mexico? New Mexico State? Notice how like I'm naming a bunch of teams. Do any of these move the needle for you? No. Not one of those teams. You look at and you're like, oh, good for the Pac-12. They're reloading. Mm -mm, That's not the case. There are no teams right now. You are scraping the bottom of the barrel. You have Oregon to your name. That's it. You lose Oregon? Literally no one's going to care about the conference. Absolutely no one. There's no one to mark it. Sure, Arizona State suddenly has a very, very clear path to winning the Pac-12 every single year. 
That's great for me to talk about. Does it mean anything? No. Doesn't mean anything. If I'm Arizona State, I'm looking at the Big 12 right now. With the Big 12, there's there's a handful of teams. It's very similar. It's very similar to the Pac-12. It's very top-heavy. With the additions, admittedly, of Cincinnati, who just made the playoff. First non-Power 5 conference team to make the playoff. Great for them. Great for, great for Cincinnati. Great for the Big 12. Super happy they got added there. So you got Cincinnati. You got Baylor, who just won the conference. Oklahoma State, who was runner-up in the conference. I'm not including Oklahoma. I'm not including Texas. They're gone. That's pretty much it. We'll see if UCF can get back to their quote-unquote national champion contending days. We'll see if Houston can continue progressing with the way that Dana Holgerson has had them going. I do believe in BYU. I'll go ahead and add BYU to that list. Other than that, though, that's a great opportunity for Arizona State to hop into a new conference where, first of all, your games are going to get broadcast. You're not going to have any conflicts with DirecTV or any other any other network cable programming. You're going to get your games broadcast. That is going to help everything. Recruiting, programs, viewership, money. It all gets instantly improved moving to the Big 12. Hey, if the Big 10 wants to call me, I'd go to the Big 10. I'd go to the Big 10 in a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? My bags would be packed if the Big Ten called Arizona State. SEC, they're they're not going to call you. They're they're a little out of their range right now with Oklahoma and Texas, but at least you can still argue it's in the Southeast. ACC is not calling you. They're they're the opposite of the Pac-12. They're the they're the Atlantic Coastal Conference. You're not getting a call. It's between the Big Ten and the Big Twelve, unless unless the Pac-12 tries to revitalize itself by bringing in the biggest program, San Diego State, Hawaii, Boise State. Unless they're finding a way to bring in those programs, I don't know if the Pac-12 is long for the for college sports. Arizona State, start looking. Seriously start looking. Big 12 would be the top of my list. That is a conference you can go to. And in a worst-case scenario, you maintain – your 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 spot on the food chain that you have in the Pac-12. Yeah, you're not quite you're not quite Oklahoma State or Baylor or Cincinnati. But are you that far behind Iowa State? Are you that far behind um TCU? You're ahead of Texas Tech. I don't know, man. There there's a lot to like with the Big 12. The Big 10, sure, you pretty quickly become bottom like seller teams but at the same time the big 10 is where it's at you you capture lightning in a bottle one year for arizona state it's all back to bringing in bringing in all this attention all this viewership the ads the revenue it's what the pac-12 needs right now that's what arizona state needs right now if arizona state is smart and i believe they are I think you need to start looking at the Big 12. I think that's all I got because I can continue to ramble on, but we are going to go ahead and call it.
So again, thank you guys so much for making the Locked On Sunnivals your first listen every day. Remember, we're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, if you want to check us out there. Wherever you get those podcasts, though, make sure you hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so you get an update every time we put out new content. If you guys are looking to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at RichieBrads36. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter as well, at LO underscore Sundevils. Interact with me. Interact with the podcast page. We absolutely love to talk Arizona State sports. It's the best university in the world. Call me biased. I don't know. Maybe, maybe a little bit, but neither here nor there. That's that's pretty much all I got. You know, this very serious episode, very sit down. Let's have a conversation about it. But that's all I got. So until next time, guys, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Levels.